You can read these stories and find out more about our books and resources at blackineducation.com. Charles Burleigh Purvis was born in 1842 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. His father was the well-known abolitionist Robert Purvis, and his mother was Harriet Fortin. She was the daughter of the well-known African-American activist and businessman James Fortin. Yes, Charles Purvis was James Fortin's grandson. Charles Purvis grew up in a family that was active against slavery on both his mother's side and his father's side. Purvis would go on to attend Oberlin College for two years. Then he attended and graduated from a medical school in Ohio. Charles Purvis would go on to become very intimately involved with Howard University and its hospital from almost the very beginning. According to him and according to other accounts, during the Civil War, thousands of African Americans came to the nation's capital, escaping from their places of bondage. As the need to provide medical care for them grew, a camp called the Contraband Camp was founded to help care for their needs. The camp was under the control of the War Department, and it eventually became known as Freedmen's Hospital. Once the actual Freedmen's Bureau was established, the hospital was moved under its control. When Howard University was established in 1867, the hospital's buildings and grounds were transferred to the university for educational purposes. When the Freedmen's Bureau was placed under the War Department, the trustees and the medical faculty of the university sought to get oversight for the hospital transferred to some other department for the government of the government. When this and other issues came up, Charles Purvis took it upon himself to personally lobby Congress, members of Congress, in both the House and the Senate, and their appropriations committees. Charles Purvis felt that it was extremely important for Howard University to maintain its medical college, and that the opportunity for black children to study medicine, dentistry, and pharmacy had to remain viable. He lobbied for control of the hospital to be placed under Howard University, and that appropriations be made for the construction of new buildings. He also argued that the university's students were excluded from other hospitals and that it was of paramount importance to train them thoroughly. Dr. Charles Purvis worked tirelessly on behalf of Howard University's hospital and its medical school. In fact, at one point in time, he was the only African-American in charge of a hospital of any kind in the entire nation. In 1883, he was selected to give the address to the graduating class. In that address, he spoke to, of the dangers of alcohol abuse and of tobacco. It is interesting to me that he and others felt so strongly about the use of tobacco back in the 1880s when our government did not require changes to cigarette labels until the 1960s. His words also ring true to me as it relates to substance abuse problems we see in our country today and in our communities today. He said of abuse, there is no other habit among people that is calculated to undermine physically, intellectually, and morally than this one. He said of tobacco use, I call your attention to the growing abuse in the use of tobacco, especially among children. It is a sad sight to witness the practice of the multitudes of little boys who go to daily to and from our public institutions of learning. And of substance abuse in general, he said, there can be no perpetuity of our institutions. There can be no future of the race if these practices go unchallenged. <laughs> 